And greetings. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Aaron McIntyre, Todd Erzin, and our old friend Rob Eno. He'll be joining us here momentarily for the Dace Group. If you'd like to join us, it's 888-900-3393. That's 888-900-3393. You can also let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email the show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show, over on Parlor at Steve Dace. Our Parlor account is blowing up right now, so thank you very much for that. And especially because we're probably all going to end up there soon. And then over on YouTube as well, while you can, at youtube.com slash stevedace. And the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Don't forget... My new book, A Nefarious Carol, is releasing on December the 15th, almost one month from now. It is the novella sequel to my 2016 book, A Nefarious Plot, which we are going to be turning into a movie next year. Get your copy, your advanced copy today over at Amazon.com. You can learn more about the book, read some of its endorsements as well. Thanks to all of you that have ordered your pre-order already, and especially thank you on behalf of all my children, because they now may get a Christmas this year, maybe. Maybe uh, because of all of you. Of course, it is a Friday. By now, you know the drill. Next hour, we'll be getting to the feedback that you have been sending to us, as much of it as we can anyway. But before we get to that feedback, it is time for the day script. Your weekly look at the week that was brought to you by Keeps. You know, losing your hair is no fun, so let's talk about options. A couple of them on the table. You can go to your doctor and get a prescription uh, and then uh, visit the pharmacy and try not to go broke as you avoid trying to go bald. Or you can go with Keeps and instead do this all from the convenience of your own home where you're going to get the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but Keeps offers the generic versions for about half the cost. And when one more thing you're going to love about Keeps on top of those savings off the top, the convenience. It's all done online. You just answer a few questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and then a licensed physician will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. And it's shipped discreetly to your door directly, too. And hey, on top of those two things, how about one more savings on the back end? Half off your first order right now when you go to keeps.com slash grow. That's K-E-E-P-S for keeps.com slash grow. Again, keeps.com slash grow. Let's get to issue one. Bleep. Democrats say. Thank God. Science is back, baby. This is a great day for our country. We get to take our democracy back. You must cancel the normal Thanksgiving plans, particularly if they include guests that do not live in your immediate household. The new CDC guidelines for small gatherings include requiring everyone to wear a mask, even outdoors, avoiding direct contact, including handshakes and hugs, 
keeping music levels down to avoid people singing or trying to shout over the noise, avoiding potluck-style gatherings, and having one person serve all the food so multiple people are not handling the serving utensils. We have a big pool of money out there that we could borrow. At the historic low interest rates by the federal government, we could pay for a package right now to cover the, all of the wages, lost wages for individual workers, for losses to small companies, to medium-sized companies, yeah. for cities, states, county governments. We could do all of that. If we did that, then we could lock down for four to six weeks. And if we did that, we could drive the numbers down. And there's going to be people like a Jay-Z Penny and other retail. Those jobs aren't coming back. Give them the tools. Six months, you're going to become a computer coder. We'll pay for it. Good news is uh, the Pfizer tests look good and we'll have a vaccine shortly. The bad news is uh, that it's about two months before Joe Biden takes over. I'm going, I've been talking to governors across the nation about that. Uh, how can we shape the Trump administration vaccine plan to fix it or stop it uh, before it does that? Character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. I don't know why I'm crying so much, but what got me choked up was the picture of the cab driver. And so I'm very emotional. So when you ask me how I'm feeling right now, I'm sorry. That's all I can tell you. This is how I feel right now. I'm beginning to see what happened in Germany back in the 1930s. I never thought that could happen in this country. Uh, how do you elect a person president, then all of a sudden uh, get, give him the authority to be dictator? Well, I think we're seeing yet another example of the kind of constitutional changes that we would like to see in this country. Look, the, the, the initial reason for having such a long transition from the end of an election to a new administration is because people used to have to move around the country on horseback, right? We didn't have trains. There's no reason to have a 70-day gap between an election and a new administration anymore. I'm going to address this pretty briefly. So, if you make $400,000 a year, you're going to be going home with $400,000 a year under Joe Biden's new tax plan. Any money made over the $400,000 will be taxed. So for example, you make $425,000 a year. 62% of 25,000 is I believe 15,500. So you'll be going home with $409,500 a year if you make 425,000. So let's use brain cells before we post things on the internet. Thanks. I think you all need an extra minute or two to ponder that math. So let me tell you about Rough Grange. You know, we do lots of cool things for our pets these days. Uh, we take them for walks, runs, bike rides to the groomers, right? But uh, maybe even feed them now and then. But you know, they really need real nutrition because chances are it's not in that store-bought food. And that's where Rough Greens comes in. It's a supplement for your pet, like all the supplements we have to take these days because they've stripped all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients out of a lot of our foods. So it'll last forever on the shelves. They do the same thing with your pet's food as well. But Rough Greens is a powder. You'll mix in with the food your dog already loves and they're going to love it more because it's going to help them to feel better as well. And you can find out for yourself if you don't see a difference in your dog in 14 days or less with the jumpstart bag at roughgreens.com slash blaze. It's only $14.95. It's R-U-F-F for roughgreens.com slash blaze. So Aaron, we'll start with you. What was your favorite dose of the total depravity vaccine this week, Aaron? Something that didn't uh, make it in the montage. Actually, there are a couple of things that didn't make it in the montage. 
uh, because they they broke after I actually completed this. One was Dr. Anthony Fauci, our boy. We love him. Can't get enough of him. He can't get enough of him, uh, for that matter. Uh, He was at the National Cathedral yesterday, where he was interviewed on a number of topics related to COVID-19. And he was asked about Americans' attitudes towards following the, the science and the experts' recommendations for how to mitigate this pandemic. And he said, while being asked about that, he said, I've talked to my colleagues in the UK and in Europe who are saying similar to where we are right now. Because each of our countries have that independent spirit. I can understand that, but now is the time to do what you're told. Man, if we ever needed, if we ever needed to bring back your old intro, Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. now would be the time to do that. I mean, it's just so preposterously uh, taking off the mask. Yes, this is who I am. This is what I am. Uh, it, it's just so in your face. But here's the thing. If you thought that at any point the forces driving the likes of Fauci, the forces driving the likes of those who we saw in the montage, the uh, if you make $400,000 a year, you get to take $400,000 a year home. I'd like to live in a world like that, by the way, but that's not the case. The forces driving that, they are not going to take the results of this election where they lost House seats, which doesn't matter anyway, but they lost House seats. uh, And other than the top of the ticket, it looks like Republicans are going to have a very good shot at keeping the Senate, what what have you. They're not going to say, hey, uh, maybe the defund the police stuff, maybe, you know, pack the court stuff. Maybe that was not good. Maybe that wasn't good. Maybe the whole um, lockdown into perpetuity with no end in sight. Maybe we should just rethink that. No, they're going to double and triple and quadruple down. So it's just, again, up to us whether or not we want to actually fight against it as well and complete and do what it takes to not try to make the idol of normalcy which todd has talked about multiple times make that our idol again there is no normal the old normal as todd said earlier this week as i'm stealing his thunder the old normal sucked so this is just going to be part of the course they're going to dial it up to 11 12 13 14 here in the next few years rob I'm just happy for all the dogs because with a zero percent tax rate up to four hundred thousand dollars, they're going to get a ton of rough rates. Um, but it's just that cam girl was just ridiculous <laughs> that they actually think that you don't get like like it, and it goes to show that like people that get money off of donations don't file taxes. I mean, I wonder when the last time she filed the tax return was. Um, but to your point on Fauci, um, I, I wish that that what Fauci said was, you know, that we could sit here and joke and say, yeah, well, her Fauci. I, I've got a friend that went golfing in Massachusetts this weekend or this week. And the governor of the state has put on a mask mandate when you're outside. He literally saw people on the golf course playing golf far apart from each other in a single wearing a mask. I mean, it's the way that you find Biden voters is, you know, who's wearing masks outside. But it's absolutely Unreal. That that whole montage, like I, I didn't re- I, I had heard that she said, you know, the science is real. Lori Lightfoot, I did not know that she made her own um, you know, SNL skit. Did does she like does she does she does she govern the state or the, the city of Chicago at Second City? You know, based on like like where she can get the wardrobe to dress up as a clown and, and do all those things. Is she like like is her offices in the Second City Improv Theater at this point in time? Because I'm wondering. 
Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that the Fauci thing is absolutely right. And, and that cam girl was just like, I, I, I am so excited to keep every cent of what I own earn starting on January 22nd that I can't even contain my happiness. Todd. Yeah, what are we calling her? The what girl? The cam girl. She's cam a cam girl. girl, right? Is that what she is? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's but what she is. She, I, no, but check that out. She's my favorite. Uh, th- this speaks to what Steve said yesterday about the demonic versus the stupid. That, listen, there's whether it be Twitter or the you know Don Lemon and all that stuff. As a percentage of you know the amount of Americans viewership, whether watching CNN or engaging in Twitter, we've covered that. You know they they can't possibly have any power uh, over us as badly as they do things if they can't rely on the existence of people like that girl and her being legion. We're let's face it, folks. We're around people like that everywhere. I dove in last night on Facebook with somebody. Just because I wanted to see with my own eyes how it went, they just went on a virtue signaling, wear the mask thing, asked them, just please show me what state or country where it's where it, it's clear that these things worked. And there the locusts come out. And, oh, it's just just be nice and considerate. And why are you so hateful? And why do you even get involved uh, in these threads anyways, just to stir the pot? It was the, And I said, just tell me the state or the country. And somebody flat out said, it doesn't matter if masks only help 1% of the time. It's just the nice thing to do. <clears throat> there it is. And that's, and that's not just COVID and masks. That's transgenderism. That's, it, it, mm-hmm. They are everywhere in this mm-hmm. country. And that level of stupid is invincible because there's a pride in it now. You can't shame it away. And then I love the, her at the end. The greatest part of it is where she's like kind of tough chick girl, mm-hmm. nose pierce. But then at the end, she just, thank you. There's nowhere to go with that. No. And for those of you that missed that yesterday, what Todd is referencing, if it's sinister, that's okay. Because you can defeat that in the arena of ideas, right? You can, you can eventually drag Nero, Caligula, Pick your despot of history. You can eventually drag them out into public and win an argument. Eventually. You probably have to go through a lot of dead bodies called martyrs to get there, but eventually the truth wins. But if it's stupid, that's bad. Because that's Romans 1 judgment. And what you said there, the pride at the end, Yeah. how does Romans 1 end? These are people who delight in creating new ways to do evil and encouraging others to do the same. That, that that sense of, of given overness, the pride that comes with it, right? Um, if it's that, that's what you need to be afraid of. Because that's 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 daddy above taking his belt off and saying, y'all can just, uh, I'm, I'm done with y'all. And I'll just sit here and, you know, watch the show while you guys all um, essentially implode. That's bad. Now, if it's sinister, well, that's from below and you can beat that guy. He doesn't. I mean, he can't hold the guy above's jockstrap. But I am getting more and more concerned that it is from above and not from below, and that is what I am worried about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one guy, one the guy below is the knockoff. The guy above is the real thing. And if he's the one doling out the punishment, I mean, there's an office meme in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exit question: On a scale of one to ten, with Joe, with one being Joe Biden's cognitive score. 
and 10 being the voter fraud that took place to perhaps elevate his dimension to the presidency. Rate this week's level of total depravity, Aaron. 10. Rob? Two. They can do a lot better. I love the contrarian. Todd? Todd. <laughs> Dear God. Some optimism. <laughs> 10. It could get a lot worse. Yes. All right, let's get to issue two. The people have spoken or something. It's now been over a week and a half since the 2020 elections. So far, 77 million votes have been reportedly cast for Democrat Joe Biden, with 72 million for Donald Trump. With pending lawsuits in a number of states regarding the election results, the Electoral College currently sits at Joe Biden 290 to Donald Trump's 217. In Congress, Republicans have gained six seats in the U.S. House of Representatives, with at least five races still outstanding. Republicans lead in those five races, by the way. What's interesting about the House race is that not only have Republicans flipped seats, they've also done them in blue states. In California's 48th and 39th congressional districts, Republicans Michelle Steele and Young Kim have or are on pace to flip those districts. From Minnesota to New Mexico to Iowa and Florida and others, Republicans have flipped previously blue districts to red. In the Senate, things are a little more tenuous. Republicans hold a 50 to 46, really 48, lead over Democrats with two Senate races in Georgia headed for a runoff this January. All right, first question here, gentlemen. Rob, I'll go to you here. Who or what was your biggest winner and loser of this election? Uh, The biggest winner is without a doubt Kevin McCarthy. Um, Guy's going to be speaker in 2023 on January 6, 2023, without a doubt. Um, I mean, it's funny because I think my first assignment at – at CR was writing a profile on Kevin McCarthy to make sure that he didn't become speaker um, because he's, you know, Machiavellian. He's he's someone that, that doesn't or then didn't seem to hold our values. I mean, he has truly embraced Trump. Uh, we'll see what happens when Trump's not president at some point in time, if he becomes speaker, um, if the election goes the way we think it's going to go. But I think Kevin McCarthy, without a doubt, um, the the NRCC, um, what they did to to win elections and stem the tide, um, of a year that was supposed to be completely a wipeout, according to every poll for Republicans. I mean, he's going to get, I think the Democrats are going to top out at 219 or 220 seats. That's out of five or 438 or 35 seats, um, which means that, you know, Republicans are going to have maybe 215. Um, it'll be a five seat majority. We haven't seen that since I think the, the early 2000s. Um, that also means that if, you know, I think the biggest loser is Nancy Pelosi. She doesn't quite understand it yet. Um, but I've seen this happen before at the state level. I mean, if there's enough centrist Democrats that don't want to go down that road, Kevin McCarthy could be speaker on January 6th. I, if if enough Democrats go away or if enough Democrats go in and Nancy Pelosi doesn't win on the first ballot, I mean, she's going to try to become speaker. I mean, Newt Gingrich lost for less than that, right? I mean, Newt Gingrich didn't even get as decimated as Nancy Pelosi did um, in this election. And and he was, you know, ran out of town for the wrestling coach from Ohio uh, back in the early 2000s. So I, I think that Nancy Pelosi is the biggest loser. I don't think that she's going to be speaker on January 6th. I don't think it's going to be Kevin McCarthy, but I, I don't think it's going to be Nancy Pelosi. It'll be some sort of centrist that they put up somewhere that they call a centrist. Of course, we know that there's no such thing as a Democratic centrist. Because if you belong to that party, you you believe in their principles. Um, but biggest winner is Kevin McCarthy. Biggest loser is most definitely Nancy Pelosi. The the warm fuzzies, the vapors, the tingle up my spine I'm getting from the 
prospect of Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Truly, it's he it's will bre- save it, us. It, it's it's breathtaking. He will stand athwart the progressive Leviathan. Yes, I am. I mean, he's he's a guy. He's, he's a guy like human Cialis. I am. I'm aroused, yeah. maybe even. And, and he's he's completely Machiavellian, right? I mean, he worked with the Speaker of the California Assembly to put Republicans that gave him problems in basement offices. And in one case, I think like they actually didn't have an office. The guy's office was actually on the street because they couldn't find the guy in office. They didn't like, I mean, th- this guy knows how to play the game. He always has, he has since he was a YR. I've talked to my old young Republican friends um, from that time. I came in after his, uh, as the national committee man for Massachusetts and the young Republicans just after his tenure as the, um, the, the head of the YRs back in the uh, the late 90s, uh, mid early 2000s. But it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting. And in, in, scintillating. I, mean, I did not think thank you. Was there. Thank right. you for that. Scintillating. I, I almost walked off the set while Rob was talking. Honestly, this is unpalatable. I assume I can interpret this question as broadly as I want to. Yeah, it's your question. I think Do what the, you want with it. The winners uh, to me are obviously, uh, and they're both showing signs of understanding that, uh, DeSantis and Nome. Uh, Nome is uh, just t- taking on Obama today on Twitter. Uh, DeSantis is saying, yeah, go shoot the looters. Um, you, you know, this is, they get it. This is a moment here and they're going to capitalize that. The loser is is the press. I mean, the the press is regularly uh, viewed right down there with the lowest of the low in terms of uh, corrupted institutions in polling. Yet they're at the point where even, you know, whether Trump won or lost, like they they desperately need an intervention. And instead, now somebody just backed up a dump truck of cocaine and just poured it in front of them. And they're not it's gone. I mean, they're they're. They're doing blows off yeah. the hookers we're in yeah. right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, just remember, line after line. Man. And as I've as it's I've, backstage at a Motley Crue concert right now. Please, everybody, give like I, I've been out front on this way before 2020. The the so called golden boy, the, the the guy you could trust. He tried to say Jake Tapper. He he's the godfather of the crack addicts. I mean, he's full he's full Goebbels now. And if you don't understand that. Just move aside and get out of the way because he's as bad as anybody. Aaron, undoubtedly the biggest winter uh, winner, I should say. Oh, it, uh, it, it is, is winter. Winter is coming. It's a Freudian yes. slip right there. Indeed. If I ever yes. heard one. Yeah, uh, the biggest winner by far, regardless of how the electoral college comes out, is Donald Trump. You're going to exit the White House, arguably, arguably uh, not in official power, but in t- in terms of. Uh, in terms of um, the, the the influence that you hold and you can sway across a great swath of people and then the money that you're going to make, it's Donald Trump. All right. Going out there, there's a scoop in Axios the other day about uh, starting his own uh, digital news or digital um, uh, media outlet to take on Fox News and try to decimate them. You've got, I mean... <sighs> The martyr complex that's going to take place over the next four years if he does not win these lawsuits and miraculously uh, gets the election turned around somehow. The martyr complex and the popularity that he already holds amongst great swaths of America right now. My goodness, 
that's more valuable than any potential Speaker of the House seat. That's more that's more uh, powerful than uh, six, seven, eight, nine flipped House races. That's more powerful, arguably, with the way things have shaken out than um, than just about any race this election. So it's Donald Trump, the biggest loser, the biggest loser of this election cycle. Um, I, I hate to be that guy because this is such a trite. It's so, it's so cliche, but with every cliche, cliche, there's a grain of truth. Uh, it's, it's all of us again. I hate, I hate that because that's everybody's answer. That's everybody's answer on both sides, no matter if your side won or not. That's the same answer. But goodness gracious, look at where we are right now. Look where we are. I, I mean, when, when, when we hear calls to heal, it's, time, it's a time for healing. What they really mean is uh, heal, doggy. Heal. Get back in line. Follow me. That's that's what's that's exactly really right. That's yep. well, that's what's what's really happening yep. right now. Yep. And that's that goes to what Todd was saying about the me. I mean, it is uh, they are full. I mean, it's like looking at Jake Tapper's Twitter feed and he's supposed to be Mr. Moderate, nice middle of the road. He asks the tough questions every now and again. No, he's no, Ron he's Jeremy biggest, right now. Dude. He's the yeah. biggest. He's the biggest hack of them all. He is a sniveling hack. I mean, he was it, it, it seems like every single turn. It's like they take this personally because they do they really do exit question if the 2020 election were a foreigner song which foreigner song would it be a cold as ice b urgent c long long way from home or d double vision todd c long long way from home Mm. rob what do you think a cold 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 as ice okay what do you think aaron where are you at uh urgent I'm pretty proud of those choices, by the way. I know sometimes when I put those song choices out there, you guys are like, I don't, I don't get should the, be. The I think correlation. We had a different, uh, yeah, different I, answer. I think Foreigner song catalog kind of nailed the the. You didn't tell us <laughs> the which variance one, of opinion on this election. You didn't tell us which one you're choosing. Um, I think it is um, because of C. The answer is D. You know what I'm saying? Because of C, the answer is D. Some um, multi-dimensional chest there, see what I did there. Yeah. Aaron mentioned the crazy days ahead. You know, if I had stood up this time last year and said, hey, make sure you go out right now, right before Christmas, get all the toilet paper you can. And you'd have told me I'm nuts. And then we woke up one day in the middle of March and you couldn't buy any. Remember? Yes. Couldn't buy any hand sanitizer. I still can't get the cleaning wipes I like. It's been months now. And I'm bitter about that. Because who could have forecasted that we would shut our country down for the better part of a year, over a virus that, according to the latest CDC data, has a 98% or better recovery rate for all known cases in every age group under the age of 70. Nobody would have guessed that, but we did it. Who knows? Maybe the next time it'll be even things more essential, like food or water. And that's where my Patriot Supply comes in right now. They want to offer you $100 off a full four-week supply of nutritious meals. That's the full 2,000 calories that you need a day that instead of it being, you know, perishable items that are essential, maybe it's non-perishable items next time that are essential. You'll get, you'll get that peace of mind to know that you are prepared for the next, scan, I'm sorry, um, uh, uh, pandemic, right? 
the, the next pandemic that comes down uh, the pike. Saving $100, that's pretty hard to pass up. Just go to preparewithdace.com, D-E-A-C-E, for preparewithdace.com. Save $100 off a four-week supply of nutritious meals at My Patriot Supply at preparewithdace.com. All right, next next hour or next segment, um, you can tell, guys, I'm, I got vacation coming up. I got senioritis bad. And we have taken like no extended time off of this show the entire year because the normal times that we would, there was just no nowhere to go, no NCAA basketball to watch, right? No like 70, 700 college football games, Labor Day weekend to just veg out and watch. And so we just worked all year. And I warned you before we got to the election, we're going to be gone a lot after the election, and we are, and we still don't even have all of our vacation days accounted for <laughs> with all this time we are about to take off. All right, so it's not next hour, it's next segment. All right, we're going to get into the various lawsuits and everything else that are going on right now. Interesting, tonight, one of the president's attorneys, Jenna Ellis, is supposed to go on with uh, Bill Maher tonight on HBO. Oh. Really? That should be a revealing conversation, I would imagine. So, we're going to get into... What were we going to say, Aaron? Uh, Nothing. I was just... I I was going to say senioritis is the exact word that I used to Todd. I just wasn't going to tell you that because you signed the front of my checks, but... Yeah. I'm I'm distracted. I'm distracted. I got a vacation coming up, but we're going to muddle through and finish strong or something. We'll come back with more of the Dace Group here in just a moment. You know, the average American has almost 100 points that they can be adding to their credit score, but isn't quite sure how to acquire them. And that's where ScoreMaster comes in. It's the new credit science that super boosts your credit score. You can forget about raising your score just a few points because the average ScoreMaster user can help you raise your score by about 60 points in about three weeks or less. So that makes a big difference, not just on whether you get approved for that home, car, or business loan, but then if you can get approved, what kind of interest rate? What are the terms for repayment? All right, so the big difference with ScoreMaster is, you know, they pull out that credit report when you go see your lender, and they go through all these pages and and point out things and say, hey, what do you know about? And you can even read the thing. ScoreMaster makes everything transparent and understandable, so you know exactly why you have the score you have, and then they chart you a path to get to the score that you need. Enroll in minutes. See how many plus points that ScoreMaster can add to your credit score by visiting scoremaster.com slash Steve. That's scoremaster.com slash Steve. Robino joins us again for the Dace Group Roundtable. Let's get to issue three. Lawyers, guns, and money. The Donald Trump campaign has launched a number of lawsuits in several states challenging the legality of ballots and votes cast there. Here's an overview of a few of those lawsuits. In Pennsylvania, the Trump campaign has pursued several legal challenges. The day after Election Day, the campaign filed a lawsuit alleging that observers were not allowed to meaningfully watch the vote count in Philadelphia County. A Pennsylvania judge on November 5th granted the Trump campaign's request to observe Philadelphia poll workers as they process the remaining mail-in ballots. On November 6th, Pennsylvania Republicans sought an emergency order from the Supreme Court mandating that late-arriving ballots 
ballots not be counted. Later that day, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito issued an order requiring that all Pennsylvania County Boards of Elections segregate late-arriving mail ballots pending further orders from the high court. On November 11th, the Trump campaign filed six new cases in Pennsylvania. Five were brought in Philadelphia County and asked a judge to throw out more than 8,000 ballots they say meet technical deficiencies, such as missing street addresses or no date next to the signature. Each case focuses on a different category of ballot that the county agreed to count. A sixth case, filed in nearby Bucks County, asks the court to toss out 2,880 ballots that they argue are invalid due to late arrival and other defects. In Georgia, the Trump campaign filed a lawsuit with the Georgia Republican Party on November 4th in Chatham County, seeking to order the county to compile, store, and account for all ballots received after the state's deadline of 7 p.m. on Election Day. Chatham County Judge James Bass dismissed the lawsuit during a hearing the following morning, citing a lack of evidence that the ballots referenced in the petition were received after the deadline. Georgia is heading for a recount and audit of its election. In Michigan, on November 4th, the Trump campaign filed a lawsuit in the state court asking that vote counting stop until courts can enforce rules that permit campaign observers to watch the ballots being opened and counted. The campaign alleged that poll watchers were being denied close-up access to observe vote counting at locations in Detroit. On November 10th, the Trump campaign filed a new lawsuit seeking to halt the certification of election results in Michigan until the campaign can ensure it was fair. It includes affidavits from over 100 poll challengers who allege instances of fraud across the state. In Nevada, on November 5th, the Trump campaign announced it was filing a lawsuit in federal court in Clark County over voter fraud. The lawsuit, filed later that day by Nevada GOP groups, alleged over 3,000 instances of ineligible individuals casting ballots. All right, so let's start with the song choice this time off the top. If the case you have seen for voter fraud so far were a one-hit wonder song from the 1980s, which 1980s one-hit wonder song would it be and why? A, Take On Me. B, Lunatic Fringe. C, I Just Died In Your Arms Tonight. Or D, The Future's So Bright, I Gotta Wear Shades. Todd, I'll start with you. Take you got to give me a little help with take well, on you, me. Why you, you, you guys? I, I, I mean, <laughs> excuse me. Take on me would indicate. Let's let's go to Rob while Todd recovers a lung. Rob, which 1980s one hit wonder song do you think the the evidence is so far? I, I would love to say D because it was my class song, but um, I'm going to have to say um, C. I just died in your arms tonight, and, and it's all said in the lyrics, right? I just keep looking for something I just can't get. Broken hearts lie all around me, and I don't see an easy way to get out of this. I think that's the way that people that voted for Donald Trump are feeling. Um, and, you know, I would be the first person to probably um, have to go to confession for about 27 hours straight from the schadenfreude of uh, Donald Trump overturning this election and seeing everybody just completely melt down. Um, but I, I really don't think it's going to happen. I would love to see it happen, but I, at this point, I don't think it happens. Aaron, what do you think? Uh, for me, it's uh, I just died in your arms tonight. Not be not for the reasons that Rob provided, but because of what this means in in the future. Folks, here, here's the bottom line of this: If you don't see the Republican Party challenging every last jot and tittle 
of these contested states. They could be wrong, but I want to know. I want to know if all of those votes were legally cast, because it stinks to high heaven. And anybody who doesn't even take a second to pause in Michigan, especially in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, and Wisconsin, where they just stopped counting, and then overnight, oh, bada-bing, bada-boom, next morning, Joe Biden's closing in on the lead or has the lead. Anybody who doesn't even pause and say, huh, that's that's a little, little weird, is just patently is just patently dishonest. I'm sorry, that's just the that's the reality of it. So because of this, if you're the opposition party, which if you're the opposition party, which but the, the Republicans, alternative. the alternative party. Oh, even, thank you. Thank you. Is it even that? Yeah, I it's if you're if you're an R, um there if you, you don't fight Make it as g- generically benign as possible. Exactly. The minority. Yes. yes. If, if if you do not fight for a- every last jot and tittle of election integrity, you deserve you deserve to be destroyed as a party. Wiped off the face of the planet as a party. And in fact, if if they just decide to give up here in the next couple of weeks, I, I really and I know this is going to be hard for a lot of people. Um, they they deserve to lose in Georgia. I saw somebody commenting on Twitter. You don't think these conspiracy theories are dampening turnout? Well, look at this stat uh, uh, in Georgia. Uh, c- come on, if you're not if, if you're a voter in Georgia and you don't see your own Republican Party fighting this fighting for your vote, fighting for the validity of your vote, what point is there in actually voting? So, I just died in your arms tonight. Long way of saying that. Alright, so they each chose the same song for dramatically different reasons. Okay, so, Todd, are, are, are you back among the living? Are you with us I, again? I am. I should have okay. gone with my in- instincts. I was being punished there for that because I wanted so, uh, I wanted at least a taste of what you thought would take on me, but I'm going with take on me. If you remember that video... It has everything to do with the video, not just the song. I mean, it's this cartoon that uh, the the girl enters into, and it's like this romance thing going on, and all of a sudden they're being chased by these goons, and this guy, the lead singer, who's like... He's like he's from Finland, is being beaten around, and then she gets spit back out for a second, and like I can't remember the end. There's like some sort of... Like, did it happen or did it not happen? And but some there's some vestige from the cartoon world, I think, that she's left with. That yes. makes, that's like it's clear this happened. It's it's a reality reality, but it may end up being just an alternate reality. By the way, Aha was Norwegian. Norwegian, there where we they go. where the government there is honest that masks don't work. So finish your so thought. So yes. I. It's absolutely certain, and Aaron laid that out. There's just so many places and so many different kinds of. of it does. You don't need a grand puppet master. You don't need some great plan. I mean, it, this this was broken. It was dirty. It's why we're not supposed to have mail-in balloting like this. And it's inevitable. Something bad is going to happen. Can it? Will it? Should it actually change an election? I have no idea. And even if it can, should or will. Can or should, will it? So, at the end of that video, you're left. You're you're kind of left like, what just happened? And that's kind of where we are now. See, I I I believe that this ends with the Supreme Court acknowledging voter fraud. Uh, they may not it call it that, to. 
Yeah. Although maybe in Clarence Thomas's minority opinion, he just flat out will. Um, but um, uh, I, they will admit, acknowledge some form of systemic troubling, problematic irregularities that cast doubt on using mail-in voting in the future as a mechanism. Uh, they'll excuse it as something they did. we had to do one time this year because of a pandemic. But going forward in the future, it's very clear that we don't have the infrastructure to absorb this uh, in a way that maintains any level of integrity or efficacy that everybody can be confident about. And it doesn't do anybody any good to have every election from this time forward now just be considered illegitimate because you don't trust the actual process. I believe they will do all of that. But then we'll say there aren't enough votes to actually overturn the result. That's how I believe this will end. Rob, do you want to comment on that? No, that's absolutely what, why I said I don't think they're going to turn it over and why I picked uh, the song that I picked is that – and that's, that's like the worst-case scenario, right? Well, yes, it is, and that's why I picked it because that's right. all we it's, do this year is the wor- is worst-case scenarios of everything. So I just – what would be the worst-case yeah. scenario? Um, that one. So we'll just go with that. That would be the worst-case scenario, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it the, the unrest. I, I think if the Supreme Court rules, and no matter which way they rule, the unrest that you'll see um, is going to be amazing. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see what happens this weekend. Um, if it's all fluff, this million MAGA march, or, or yeah. if it's not, um, I know it was real enough that that Mailchimp invoked there. We're not going to let you email about it. <laughs> um, rule. Uh, and Facebook shut down the groups. And I think Twitter Eventbrite shut people, people down for trying it as yeah, well. Eventbrite, yeah. yeah, Eventbrite shut people down for trying it. And for it people that don't so. know, Eventbrite's a big deal because from the very beginning of Trump as a political candidate, when he had like no organization at all, when the earliest rallies in his primary run, they were they were actually booking people to come to the rallies through Eventbrite. Oh, they still do. And, and I know they still do that. That's that. what they use. Yeah, yeah. But, but, they, yeah. but from the very beginning, they did that. They, they had no ability to do this organically within their campaign structure, so they just had to use Eventbrite. And it's just been something, because they have all that data and everything that's been saved since 2015, they've just rolled it over and kept using it. So Eventbrite now has come in and said, you can't do that. Um, to what you said, Aaron, tell me, tell me right now, if you need a minimum, so Donald Trump may end up getting 10 million more votes than he got four years ago when the counting is done. 10 million more. Think about that. 10 million more votes. Because part of the narrative, will he lost because he's not liked, blah, 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 blah. He's, he may end up getting 10 million more votes. <clears throat> so I'm going to change the exit question. If it requires four years from now, a minimum of 80 million votes for a Republican to win the presidential election. Give me a name. Someone you think could get 80 million votes. If that's the minimum it may take to win next time, if the mail process and they get to Fulton County anytime that they want, you've got to get to 80 million votes. Exit question, Rob. Give me a name. Who could get 80 million votes four years from oh, now? God. That's tough. I, I, I think I can tell you who I think the, the nominee is going to be, but I don't think he can get 80 million votes. I think the nominee is going to be Donald Trump Jr., um, but I don't think he can get 80,000. I don't think he can get 80 million votes. I mean, they got, I mean, they're, we're, we're saying Joe Biden got 75. I mean, I, so mm-hmm. 80 million, 80 million votes. Who could get 80 million votes next time? No one right now. I, I agree. 
Aaron, who could get 80 million? Honestly, and I'm not trying to be coy. It, it depends on who's counting. Well, that's the point of my, yes, that's the point of my whole question. Yes. If they if you allow this system to remain in place, I don't know how you win. I, I don't know how you pull it off. I don't. I mean, I don't I don't know. Donald Trump's going to get 10 million more votes maybe than what he got last time. And and we're talking that four years from now you have to get 10 million almost 10 million more than that. So, let's get to predictions. Aaron go. So my prediction is at least one of the more uh, commonly associated with Trump names at Fox News will leave in the next five to six months to join a digital conservative media platform, whether it's Blaze TV or The Daily Wire. So you're thinking like Hannity, Ingram, yeah, and I think definitely. I think I I would put the odds on favorite right now would be Ingram. Did you guys see outside the primetime lineup that Fox lost last week? Did you guys see this? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. You lose one or all of those names that I just told you. Ouch. All right. What do you think, Todd? Uh, the House will vote within the next four years to not uh, have Christmas be a federal holiday. <laughs> That's so random. And terrible. I love it. Uh, it came into my head at the beginning of the show when you started talking just, about Christmas. And it's just thing. so random and terrible that I love it. Yeah. All right. Rob. Um, starting in about three weeks, we're going to be locked down until May 1st. You I'm might be. The happy joy. It won't be in where we live. That won't happen where we live. And several little places, it won't happen. There may be places where that occurs. Yeah. But, but there will be Dallas several County. places where that's not going to happen. But, Dallas County, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin is going to switch parties and become a Republican. And I think it may happen before the January 5th Georgia runoff. Use all of your Manchin, use all the leverage with the GOP you have right now to guarantee them 51. What committee do you want, et cetera. Because you have to know that if it's if you even if you lose both of those and it's 50-50, Democrats are in control with the VP, you're on the backbench committee, brother. So if you're Joe Manchin, you use all the leverage you have with Team GOP before we get to January 5th and that runoff to secure them. You be the 51st vote. And what committee do you want? Which one do you want to run? Who do we have to move aside? So that's my prediction. That's weird. It's not as weird as voting against Christmas at a federal holiday. Rob, quickly, no, 20 it's, seconds, it's, your take on that. It, I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's the political right thing to do. Um, I can't see not. I mean, he's up in 2024. He's never winning as a Democrat again in West Virginia. I mean, not one county uh, voted for a Democrat, I think, for almost anything mm-hmm. in the state of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. It, it's his so, days so, as a Democrat. So you make the move now, and you do it before the Georgia runoff so that you're the hero. You're the 51st person to guarantee the GOP a majority. You do it before that. If you're politically smart, you do anyway. Rob, good to see you. As always, man, thank you very much. We'll come back. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. We'll come back with hour two and some feedback Friday is coming your way. Your turn to set the agenda is next. Thank you, Rob. Have a good day. Talk to you later, man. Bye. See you. And greetings. Welcome back to Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd and Aaron McIntyre. And 
All of you, Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email the show. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. That's D-E-A-C-E. Over on Parlor at Steve Dace. And check out our new YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Steve Dace as well. If you're a podcast listener, thank you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. Leave us a five-star review. If you haven't done those things already, heck, if you have, see if you can do them again. Because we'll take all the help we can get. Thanks to all of you that have given those reviews and that uh, subscribe button for us because the more of those we get, the more it helps the podcast to grow. So thanks to all of you. Top of the hour, so you know I had to get my noon built bar in. Just tried, I'd not tried this flavor before. I'm a big salted caramel fan. I just tried the salted caramel built bar. Guys, I'm just telling you, man. Instead of the sweet things that you are a fan of, can we set up like which ones aren't? Because we, we, we. All... That's what I love about the variety box is I love a variety yeah, of sweet it's... flavors and Built Bar pretty much has a Built Bar for all of them, right? So um, we were debating whether to take a bunch of these with us to Florida and I just don't think I can because of the, it's good. It's not going to be that hot down there next week, which is, it's going to be like in the mid to high, upper 70s, so like perfect, but that's taking them around with us. I'm not sure we can make it work because they're covered in chocolate, you know? Okay. Yeah. I doubt they'll let you bring like coolers and stuff in Are there. Are you going both Disney and Universal? No. Just Disney. Just Disney. So we did Disney 10 years ago for a family vacation. We did Universal for instead of Christmas five years ago. And then we're doing Disney for a family Christmas vacation this time around. So, but uh, Built Bar, 19 flavors, all covered in real chocolate. I just tried the salted caramel, man. It's phenomenal. It's like the only protein bar that you're going to like the aftertaste. It's that good. It's it's as good as many of the candy bars on the market. It's got the texture of a Three Musketeers. They all have less than 200 calories. They all have up to 20 grams of protein. They all have less than five grams of sugar. Uh, you're, you're just not going to get a better product than this uh, in terms of taste and nutrition. You can only get them online, though, at BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T. For BuiltBar.com, use my name, Dace, and get a promo code, 20% off discount with the promo code Dace, D-E-A-C-E, at BuiltBar.com, promo code Dace. All right, guys. Um, should we get to some feedback Friday? What do you think? You guys ready to go? Let's do it. All right. Let's begin with this note from Ben Duba, who says, I I sent you guys an email a few weeks ago telling you all, well done, regarding your COVID-19 research. Um, and I just need to say it again, but for more personal reasons, this post-election has been terribly disheartening for me and my best friend. We've even struggled with actual depression over what's going on in the country. However, as a result of listening to you guys express your own emotions... Uh, and reveal the facts involved in this election with Aaron's montages and Steve's data analysis, Todd's passion. We've both been comforted and uh, spurred on to good deeds. Without your encouragement, we literally may have lost hope, of which there is no price. You guys are doing more than you know, and I pray that there will be a reward in heaven for all of you. Please, if nothing else, cling to the hope of reward for your obedience. You guys are loved and are faithful servants. That is from Ben. That is very encouraging and kind and encouraging to us as well, Ben. And I think that we would struggle more with discouragement. It happens to us every now and then. But I think we'd struggle with it more frequently, except we get a lot of notes like yours. And I thought about, I don't share a lot of positive notes because I've always thought it just sounds, you know, repetitive, repetitive 
self-serving, you know, to just read notes of people affirming you. You know what I mean? There's just something kind of, is it a dude code violation? I have, I have thought though about maybe one time this year, just reading a bunch of notes like this, just to encourage other people out there. Yeah. Given how discouraging that this year has been, but here's the thing. I don't know how many of you guys were are tuned in to a format where you just heard the promo for for Stu Does America that aired during the commercial break here on Blaze Radio. All right, and um, and, and Stu was talking about Ellen Page, the actress who starred in the movie Juno, which is one of the most overtly pro-life films mainstream Hollywood's ever produced about a pregnant unwed teenager, and. Who, and she chooses life for her child. Do you remember that when that movie was a big thing oh, about yeah. 10 years ago? I think it was. And and now, you know, she's like uber lefty, uber woke. And he was making the point that it it almost is like she has to feel like she has to overcome the sin against her own politics, um, religion, basically, by making that movie Juno. And that's the movie that made her as a as a star at the time. And he talked about just how miserable she comes across a lot. And I was reading something yesterday from some lefty blogger about how he was surprised to find that not as many of his friends were relieved and joyful and ecstatic after the election result as he expected. And I wish I could remember who I was reading yesterday that, I, uh, that said this. But I can't. And it's because it's your religion. And politics is a is a bad savior. Government makes for an awful messiah. Politicians are usually disappointing prophets and apostles. And what I hope never happens with us, and I mean that on a micro level with us as a show, and then as a macro level for us as a, as a, as a block of people, movement, whatever you want to call us, is that if you, if you believe, if you believe that God is still on the throne, If you're a Christian and your belief system begins with a stone rolling away and a dead man who was just a couple of days prior beaten to near disfigurement and then tortured to death on a wooden cross, walking out of that dark tomb like a boss, like nothing ever happened, then hopelessness really isn't in your vocabulary. Doesn't mean we don't have clinical issues and clinical depressions and those need to be treated you know my wife has struggled with that in the past she now is working to counsel other people that struggle with those kinds of things and if you have that by all means go and get professional help that's not what we're talking about we're not talking about the clinical stuff but the onset stuff the stuff that comes from observing what's going on around you that that's not in your vocabulary Um, we can, 
we can lose we're human though meaning we can lose our our will to continue fighting on that can happen we can lose the fire in the belly doesn't mean you're a terrible person just means that time to get out of the arena then and go do something else you know that's part of the human condition Paul would not have to tell us to not give up and to finish the race if it was instinctive for us to not give up and finish the race. You, how many times over the years have I made this point? We are not divinely commanded to do the things that are good that we will instinctively do. We are divinely commanded to do the things that are good that we instinctively won't. Otherwise, we'll just, we wouldn't have to be told what to do, right? Right. And so if it, if it wasn't possible for even righteous and good-hearted people to lose heart and stop running the race, we wouldn't have to be warned not to do that. It is possible. But um, we are encouraged by, we get so many encouraging notes on this show all the time. And and I owe Todd and Aaron an apology because I'm the one that, that oversees the email account. And I should share more of those with you guys than I do. I j- we're just getting so much email right now that I, I'm having a hard time keeping up. And so when, when there's one that is particularly eloquent or specified at you guys, I try to pass it on to you. But you guys recharge our batteries around here all the time. Now, though, and, and if you're like a Ben, you don't have access to a massive audience like this giving you feedback all the time. It's a lot harder to avoid discouragement. Totally. I get it. But ultimately, you know, eye on the prize here. It's one of the great observations of C.S. Lewis. Aim for heaven, you'll get earth thrown in. But if you aim for earth, you'll get neither. This thing called America might be over. It might be. Or this thing called American exceptionalism, maybe to be more specific. It, it might be. We might be the generation that Reagan warned about, that we'll have to talk to our kids about what it was once like in America when we were free. It, that might be true. If we're being brutally honest with ourselves, though, would it be undeserved? Would it be? No. If we're being brutally honest? It would not be. It would not be. Would it have been undeserved a few years ago or a few years before that? Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I mean, it might be. It it might be that your kids are not going to inherit the legacy from this country that every previous generation has, but will inherit some kind of implosion or civil war instead. That might be the case. We hope it's not. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight like heaven to avoid that from occurring, but th- but it's ultimately these things aren't really and ultimately up to us. So, even if those things were to go down, none of us can st- could stand before God and say, "You weren't fair, you were unjust." None of us could. So, to me. That's why I don't mind taking a vacation and going to Disney World. That's why I don't mind putting my feet up and watching football tomorrow. That's why I don't mind before we, you know, you know what Aaron and I were talking about before the show today? A free agent move I made in a fantasy football league. I wanted to get his take on it. That's why we don't mind doing some of these frivolous and fun things. Because in the end, I mean, what did the Lord say to the people, to his people when they were in captivity for 70 years? 
get married, right? Have children, raise your babies, enjoy your crops, continue on with the festivals. Grab a Snickers. You're not going anywhere for a while. Even in the midst of a judgment, enjoy the things that are worth enjoying in life. Does that make sense? Yes. And I, that would be my encouragement to all of you. Joe Biden may get sworn in on January 20th. And then he may very well, beginning on January 21st, spend the next four years engaged in open warfare on your belief system. Oh, that's a certainty. Your ability yeah. to access programming like this, therefore our jobs. All those things may happen. And we will fight like crazy against them when they do. But I'm I'm still going to go see Wonder Woman 1984 whenever the Sam Hill it actually comes out. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still going to I'm still going to, you know, follow go blue. I mean, I'm I'm still going to live my life. And this is where we have to we have something the world doesn't have. We are called to be in the world but not of it. That ultimately this world is not our home. So enjoy the things that God puts in front of you that are blessings. Appreciate them even more in times where things are difficult. Where you're persecuted. And, and, and trust me, every generation of Christendom before this one would trade definitions of persecution with us every day of the week and twice on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like Jack at Masterpiece Cake Shop was persecuted. But there's a whole, there's a large cloud of witnesses that came before him for thousands of years that could show you some capital P persecution. That would love to get perse- that would love the persecution of put a terrible message on a cake that you baked. You know what I'm saying? Keep, let's keep things in perspective, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I'm saying this as much for all of us as, as I am for you, because we're in the mess every day. It's, it's our jobs. There, there is never a day, unless we're away on vacation, that we are permitted to not engage in this eye to eye because it's what we all sign up to do as grown men to do this for a living. So we don't just get to just say, I'm going to go to work and get away from this for a while. No, our work is to get into it for a while. So I'm saying this as much for the three of us as I am for all of you. In the end, marry off your daughters and your sons. Enjoy life. Yeah, absolutely. Fight for what you believe in and we're going to do that. But the discouragement comes when you don't recognize that God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. We are still far more blessed than any people that has ever come before us on the face of this earth. And far more than we deserve. Several times the last few weeks, I have found myself praying, I'm sorry, I'm not more grateful. I think that's something that a lot of us could probably pray. Excellent open. Dan says, I used to work at a Facebook complex. I've seen internal emails between employees of Facebook setting up meetings to try and figure out how to make Facebook look, quote, less liberal, unquote, to the public, while joking about how liberal they actually are. I also know that Facebook and Microsoft get property tax breaks 
for a building that they have there in your home state, along with breaks at their other sites in Oregon and North Carolina. Is it feasible to end these tax breaks and have them start paying what they should be? Why give these companies breaks that only end up hurting the communities in the long run? Why is the public subsidizing companies that censor them? This doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, Dan. Dan. So. <sighs> Here's the problem, Dan. The, the, the problem is. That. We are. And I say we I'm not speaking of us specifically because I have not been a registered Republican for well over for four and a half years. I don't know. I don't even know what you guys' status is. It's none of my business to know. So just speaking for myself, but I've not been a registered Republican for four and a half years. Before that, I had spent um, about a, f- a few years being a registered Republican. And then before that, I'd, I'd spent about uh, five or 10 years, five, no, about five years being a registered independent, which is what I am right now. So when I say we, I mean kind of collectively everybody that's not in the Communist Party USA. Okay. We are aligned with a political party that is every bit, if not more, aligned with corporate America than it is with us. That used to be okay. That that used to be okay. For example, when Minnesota had a battle over a marriage amendment, the Target Corporation was one of the biggest donors towards that effort. Yesterday, our old friend Abigail Schreier that we met here on the show a few weeks ago, sure. right? Okay, who kind of wrote uh, the definitive takedown of the, uh, the 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 mental disability and 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 uh, mental illness of of training madness, right? Yes. Okay, uh, Target just got assaulted by some rando. Uh, cancel culture freak shows on social media and just took her book out of all of their stores. Just like that. See, your Republican politicians, we like to get mad and mock the people who moved from California to Arizona and then California to Texas and then voted for uh, Beta O'Rourke type of candidates anyway. They, they voted for the very candidates that drove them out of their states, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing it in Arizona as we speak. And they're doing it in Texas as we speak. This is going on in the other direction, though, too. For example, a state like Texas, the amount of economic growth that is that it, it has experienced, how much more does it need? How much wealthier of a state do you have to be? We reach the point of diminishing returns where you begin importing so many people from the tech sector and these left wing companies that you end up being more successful in turning your state blue than the Democratic Party has been able to be. You just did it to yourself. You imported it organically yourself. And that's what's going on with these alliances with corporate America. The the biggest political realignment that has occurred in America since Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade created the religious right or the Christian conservative movement, whatever you want to call it. That alliance of of uh, um, trad Catholics 
and evangelicals who previously didn't speak to each other, uh, but then suddenly are now political bedfellows and in alignment. So you had D. James Kennedy who thought that maybe the Catholic Church was the whore of Babylon if Revelation hang out with Paul Weyrich, the Catholic founder of the Heritage Foundation, <laughs> to create a new political movement. All right. And Weyrich, of course, not believing there's any salvation outside of the Catholic Church. But now um, the Visigoths are at the wall. So um, we probably need to have a talk. And. Since that occurred in the early late 70s, early 80s, the other major realignment that has taken place has happened within the last decade, and it has been within corporate America. It's had a massive generational changeover. And then it has surrendered and capitulated completely to the power of social media, worried about what social media will do to its brand by alienating it. So you throw in, it's afraid of being of alienating social media, but then its CEOs in many places are true believers in this stuff. Meaning they're not even getting shaken down the way Jesse Jackson used to shake down corporations in the 80s and 90s and Al Sharpton did with fake racism to get a check. But then those guys would then cut them the check, but then go fund Republicans to win, right? Mm -hmm. That went on for like 20 years. No, now they're like, they're true believers, Stanley. They're really into this stuff. Like really into it. They're, 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 they are evangelist proselytizers for it now they want they want to use their corporate platforms for it they believe in it a lot of more educated at these very left-wing institutions and this is their religious belief and what and, and and so just as you have a bunch of people that are engaged in cognitive dissonance on the on the left who are fleeing these places like california and then going to places like arizona and texas and then mind-numbingly voting for the same exact people that made them leave the state they were already in, the flip side of this is happening on the other side, where a lot of these Republican governors are making these kinds of deals with these corporatist entities for, quote-unquote, economic growth, acting like it's still 1984, still 1995, still even 2005. Do you remember when, like, three years ago, we unexpectedly went down this rabbit hole with Eric yeah. Bowling? yeah. Because we had him on for other reasons, and yes. this came up, and then we started parsing this. And yes, it, because he thought I was nuts at the time. I don't even know what happened to him. But yeah, Eric Bowling, when he was here with us still on Blaze yes. TV, or was maybe it was even still CRTV back then, I don't remember. But he thought we were nuts, and we should be cutting all these deals. And we were like, why? Why should we be giving tax dollars to these companies that are then going to fund causes and stuff that go against us? Why would we do that? I asked him that. He thought I was insane for asking him that. Well, this is exactly what our emailer is asking about. This is what's going on in your state if you live in Texas. This is what's going on in your state if you live in Arizona. These people are leaving these places like California and then coming to your state for jobs and then voting for the same people that they were driven away from California by. And Republican governors are, 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 are helping with this because they're playing off a playbook like it's 10, 20, 30 years ago, and it's not. The reason why you see the same four or five CEOs on Fox News getting quoted all the time is because they're like the only ones left, the Home Depot guy and a few others. Dude, we lost Chick-fil-A 
this year. Okay. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, guys, we lost them this year. If you can lose Chick-fil-A, you can lose every boardroom in the United States of America. And we damn near have. Our list of allies gross things yes. are gone. Yeah. Now, listen, I, I understand that there's certain survival, right? If 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 you're in a deep recession like we were 10 years ago, coming out of the end of the George W. Bush era in the early Obama years. I understand, man, 2009, 2010, 2011, coming out of the Great Recession, cutting any deal you can to get your state going again. Because if you don't get your state economically going again, you can be as pro-life of a governor as you want to be. You ain't getting reelected, right? Unless, unless the Lord himself inserts himself into your race, which can happen. But barring that, if you've got 8, 9, 10, 11% unemployment in, in your state, you can be as pro-life as you want. You ain't getting reelected, right? Probably true. Probably true. Are we in that position right now, though? Have we been in that position for the last several years? And so, I, you know, if I was a conservative living in Texas, I'd be asking my Republican Party, how many more jobs do we need? How much more wealth do we need? What, what's the point of diminishing returns? Meaning the cost of importing that wealth. What's the societal cost on the back end for that? Similar to the lockdowns, right? You had to do that, the back end math. All right, so let's say you even shut the virus down, which we didn't. But let's say you could even do that. What's the back end of that bell curve, though, when all those cancer patients come home to roost? When all those depression patients come home to roost, right? Mm -hmm. What's the back end? What's the, what's the law of unintended consequences? You need to start asking yourself, if you're in a very prosperous red state, how much more money do we need? Is, is, the, is the cost per point of GDP worth, worth what I'm going to be importing societally from a belief system standpoint? Or do I just blindly chase after every dollar that's out there? Do I? I think those are questions that need to be had much more often on the right. And what, what your email, brother, is indicative of is you're, you figured this thing out. Why are we giving a bunch of tax credits and everything else to a bunch of uh, entities that will then turn around and take our money and fund the causes that want to end our way of life? Why would we do that? And in places like Iowa, there's another layer to this. When, you know, we've got the um, the Facebook and what the down on the Highway 5 bypass, I think there's a IBM or yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft, Microsoft, excuse me. Yeah. That, like a lot of times in Iowa, these things don't even really bring in that much in terms of jobs for our, us insecure Iowans. It's often about just the status. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we well, can look we matter hip. now. We, got we finally got our here. Starbucks. Facebook, yes. Starbucks. Yeah. 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 Uh, John in Hamilton, New Jersey says, has anybody thought, uh, given thought to the possibility that Trump didn't actually lose a 13 points among white men? as the exit polls showed he did since 2016. But perhaps these betas just simply now identify as female. And that's that's your correlated parlay for how Trump actually gained white female support in the same exits in 2020. <laughs> I love that. I, I mean, that's so snotty. Of course, it's not accurate, but it's just so... It's so sufficiently snotty I had to read that. Because... See, I think that level of winsome snotty 
that is something in the era that we are embarking into. We got to get really good at as a people. You know what? The ability really get, just to no. disembowel people yep. with the turn of a phrase and hoist them from their own petard without it coming across. With, it can be vicious, but it doesn't sound mean at the same time. If you know what I'm trying to say, Aaron. Great example of that this week: the bevy of uh, of parody. Twitter notices and warnings about tweets. Um, you know, the Harry Potter uh, saying Voldemort's back. Twitter slaps a warning label. Well, let's let's just uh, Twitter disputes this fact. Um, yes. You know, let's learn yes. more about Hogwarts is safe for students yes. and staff. Yes. It, I've seen dozens of those. This the right week. scoop has a great one out that I shared a little while ago. Uh, uh, St. Peter putting out a tweet. Jesus is the son of God, the Messiah. Twitter puts an advisory on it. This claim is disputed. Learn more about why Jesus is really just the son of Joseph of Nazareth here. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. And that, that's an example of that level of in your face. But we're, we're not going to get mad. We're going to laugh at you. You're so dumb. You're so stupid. What you believe is so fake. We're going to mock you mercilessly, mercilessly mock you. We're not even going to take this seriously on any level whatsoever. We're just going to pull your pants down. That's what I mean. Vicious without necessarily sounding me. More in a moment. You know, you've heard for years, it's important to have a diversified portfolio, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, that kind of thing. But if you've ever looked at a breakdown of the most successful portfolios, you'll typically see a diversified set of real estate. So why isn't one of the first asset classes that you consider when you're looking to diversify your own? Well, simply because it hasn't been available to a lot of investors until now, but that's thanks to Fundrise. They make it easy for all investors to diversify by building you a portfolio of institutional quality real estate investments. So whether you're just starting to invest in real estate or looking to add more, our friends at Fundrise have you covered with an investing platform that makes investing in high quality, high potential real estate as in, as in, as easy as investing in your favorite stock or a mutual fund. Uh, to date, Fundrise manages more than a billion dollars in assets for 130,000 plus investors. And since 2014, the Fundrise platform has averaged an 8.7 to 12.4% annual ROI for investors that have earned more than $79 million in dividends alone. So if uh, Fundrise's real estate team of professionals, they carefully vet, actively manage all of their real estate projects. So if you want to get started building your portfolio with Fundrise today, get started at Fundrise, F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E, Fundrise.com slash Dace, Fundrise.com slash Dace to have your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. Again, first 90 days of advisory fees waived at fundrise.com slash dace. Let's get back to some feedback Friday. Rob Winky says, I don't believe all Americans want a fair election. I think there are a lot of Americans out there that think win at any cost will do anything and will do absolutely anything to get Donald Trump out of office. I completely agree with that, Rob. I completely agree. I mean, we've, we've gone through a never-ending four-year coup attempt here. But the debate then becomes, are we willing to do that? I'm not. Because of what I said at the top of the hour. Ultimately, this world is not my home. So 
Everything short of what God says I can't do to win, though, I'm going to do. I'm going to do everything else. The problem we have in the church today is it wants to be nicer than God. It doesn't even want to do the stuff that God says you can do. And there's not really many things God says you can't do to win. It's just win at all cost is happens to be one of them, right? I mean, there aren't, there aren't too many things God says you can't do, but that's one of them. Well, and paradoxically, he quite obviously shows the grandest wins of all come with something that looks like one hell of a loss. That cross. Yeah. It's something. That, that's, that is exactly right. Yeah. Now, we don't do evil so that good may come. Right? I, um, I remember years ago, there was a young woman that, was in a class, my a discipleship class, my wife and I were teaching. And she was seeing a guy that she had confided to us in, in, in another setting that was, was not good for her. But this is but again he had promised he had changed, blah, 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 blah. She's unmarried with a kid. It's a tough go being a single mom. And she was willing to kind of let him move in with her unmarried. And we were like, we don't think that's a good idea. Because she asked us our opinion. Didn't think it was our place to inject our way into her life, but she solicited it. So we told her. And she threw it back at us. Hey, I mean, you guys lived together before you were married and stuff because we talked about what we had, the mistakes that we had made. And look how you guys turned out. Well... It, that's not quite totally true. I mean, it it has been a pretty broken road over for, I, I don't know, any marriage doesn't have a broken road to last as long as Amy and I's have. And there have been times we didn't think it was going to last any longer. It, this is not easy. It is not easy being f- fully committed to somebody when you sign on for it. But, she wasn't even willing to do that. And and she she said to us, well, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this guy move in with me. And God loves me, so he'll bless it. It's like that line in um, Unplanned where Abby Johnson says, well, I'll, if, if God doesn't want me to have the job at Planned Parenthood, they, they won't offer it to me. And her husband's like, didn't you already uh, apply for the job? It's not quite how this works. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? You yeah. remember that scene? Yeah. And... Like you can like reverse engineer outcomes for God. And sadly, that relationship we found out a few years later did not turn out well. No. Yeah. Um, So when I say what I'm about to say, I, I'm not trying to give you the sunny side up view of things. I'm not. I want to make it very clear. I don't believe Joe Biden legitimately won the election. Because to believe that, I would then have to believe there's about five or six counties full of hundreds of thousands of people that are mind-numbing morons who don't know how to use the postal service correctly. And then when we found their ballots and they all got dumped in the middle of the night, they all happened to be basically like 100% for one guy. And then hundreds of thousands of them didn't vote for anybody else other than that one guy. 
And I'd have to believe, therefore, that they did this for one, if not two things. That an 80-year-old guy from Delaware happens to be uniquely that popular. Or B, Donald Trump is uniquely that unpopular, which some of you, including friends of mine, want to shoot that back at me as the explanation to which I respond, weird, because he got almost 10 million more votes than he got the last time, right? How, so all this doesn't add up. Those things don't add up. All those things cannot be simultaneously true. So, there, so something, if you do the math here, that formula doesn't add. Won't work. So there's some variable in here that we haven't counted on, and I think it's voter fraud. But do you think, given history, your church is more or less likely to wake up if whatever Trojan horse comes out of a Biden administration openly declares war on it? Or if we all just get to take the Pleasant Valley Sunday, let's all exhale. Trump won. We we beat the horde of Visigoths back, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not, I, I don't believe that you should go out and vote for Joe Biden to, to do persecution on yourself. You don't do evil so that good may come. I'm not advocating that. Here's what I am advocating. That all things work together for the glory of God and for those called according to his purposes. That God is sovereign. Were the, were the Roman soldiers that beat Jesus Christ to disfigurement, were they wrong to do that? Were they wrong to do of that? Of course. Yes. Were those acts of evil? Yes. Yes. Will they, were, they, were, they, were they acts that God punished? Yes. 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 But can a sovereign God, that doesn't, that doesn't we're not exempting them of their evil. They're guilty of evil for what they did to him, Right. What we're saying, though, is a sovereign God gets to walk and chew gun at the same time. He can punish them for their evil, but then what you meant for evil, Joseph says to his brothers, God used for good. This is why within the Catholic faith in every church, we look at that image every time we go to Mass. Mm -hmm. It's not meant to be skirted around. It's meant to be seen. To be confront you with it. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. Um. You don't, like, bait God into showing up. That's one of the temptations the devil offered Christ. Hey, throw yourself off this uh, temple, you know, because he will not cause, you know, your foot to dash against a stone or something. I can't remember the exact verse. But uh, no, we we don't tempt God like that. But we do serve a God that if we do the most we can do, the best that we can, In obedience to him, even if we don't get in the moment the outcome we thought we wanted, he has a way of turning that math around in ways we can't foresee. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're talking about the opposite of tempting God, just flat out when the uh, uh, woman uh, comes up and uh, touches the the what the, the tassel mm-hmm. and the, the hem of the garment, and, and, yeah. uh, and uh, he says, who is that? And, you know, of course he. He knows. He's like, and she comes out, and he's, uh, you know, this is. I'm, I'm here for. Her. And again, 
He's like, I, you know, I, I'm here uh, 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 for the Jewish people. When she, when she flat out said, "Well, hey, I know, I get it, but even the dogs get some scraps." Yeah. When she puts herself, and, and then she said, and then she, he acknowledges her. Then, oh, what marvelous faith you, there you have! It's not about him putting uh, God to the test. It's about testing yourself, your context when the, within the cosmic truths, both specific to you and in all eternity. Let's try to do some rapid fire ones. That's well said, Todd, because I'm so overloaded. I got to clean some of these out. Go, go. Okay. Terry says, I fear they're going to try to put Trump in jail whenever he leaves office. Well, one way around that, just pardon yourself. Um, <laughs> Mailman Ray wants to know, do you think I can just identify as wearing a mask? <laughs> and if they cannot see that I'm wearing a mask, then they must be a bigot. See, this is the level of winsome snotty that I think we need to wield with maximum prejudice in this era in which we live. We are laughing, con, as Kirk says in the great Star Trek II, I'm laughing at the superior intellect. Uh, as, as it says in the Irish Catholic um, saying, what the devil hates the most is to be mocked. Mock this stupidity with m- maximum prejudice. Give it no, don't, don't waste your brain power on treating it as any kind of a serious argument. Mercilessly scorn and mock it because it's stupid. And that's what stupidity on a cosmic level deserves. Kaylee says, am I the only one who is excited about hammering these leftists, particularly my own family, with every value they voted for with a Biden presidency? I think something is wrong with me because instead of getting upset and bummed about this election being stolen, I'm finding enjoyment out of the possibilities of shoving their crap down their throat. Well, I don't know if I'd quite go that far. Okay, like I'm enjoying this, but I'm totally in favor of turning uh, chicken feces into chicken salad, right? I'm oh, yes. totally in favor of that. You bet. Um, Gary Wilcox says, you've stated that you think we're heading into a civil war. I disagree because a war involves two or more sides fighting. The church will continue to lie down. Unfortunately, we will just accept our fate as righteous and criticize and condemn those who will fight. I hate the church's gutless, sanctimonious attitude towards culture wars. Well, Gary... I bring you glad tidings of great joy because if Joe Biden gets sworn in on January 20th, those churches that you're describing, the war is coming to their front doors. You bet it is. Yep, it is. So commence. Oh, festive all. Laura wants to know why is Wall Street so supportive of the Democratic Party? We talked about this a little while ago. Two things. One is they're deathly afraid of social media mobs, but that's the secondary thing. The real thing is they're Democrats. That, 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 they, they're believers. As I pointed out to you, there's been a generational change there in America's boardrooms. Beth Johnson wants to know, do you think there is enough integrity in the system to actually have a fair trial and really find the evidence? Because like you guys have said before, the Republicans have given us the Supreme Court, which is mediocre at best. Is it really in their interest to have this fight? They already have gotten further in some cases with the courts than I actually, if you, would have, if you would have put the Wonder Woman lasso of truth around me the morning after the election, they have got, they've already gotten further with courts than I thought they would. I'm getting the preemptive injunction from Samuel Alito with the circuit court uh, president judge in Pennsylvania ruled yesterday. And to, to appeal to her, you got to go to the state Supreme Court. Not to mention the multiple Republican legislatures yes. that have stepped up. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it, it's not gone far enough. It has gone farther, though, than I thought it would. 
because now, but you got But listen, you have to understand if you're ever anal, if you want to, if you're getting my take on on how I how far I think re- the Republican Party will fight on anything, you gotta you gotta you know it's 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 like like the the what's his face says in the first Tim Burton Batman movie. Hey, if you want to photograph me nude, you're getting a long lens. Um, if you if you got to put a large handicap on my analysis of how far I think the Republican Party is willing to fight something because I start out in negative integers. So they've like way exceeded my expectations. <laughs> I mean, I thought this thing was going to be over last Tuesday. All right. So this has actually gone on much longer than I thought. Okay. Um, I was shocked when Mitch McConnell came out. I think it was on Monday and said the president, of course, can, has every right to fight this all the way through. I was like, and then I realized, well, he real, he figured out that if they do Fulton County Donald Trump on November 3rd, they're going to Fulton County old ditch on January 5th in that runoff, right? But they've actually hung in there longer than I thought that they would. But you have to understand, I'm starting from a dark place <laughs> when it comes to expectations for the Republican Party. As Eric Cartman once said, all I see is black. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's always, it, it, it's always bleakest. It's always pitch black before it's really dark. Or, no, it's always darkest before it's pitch black. Yes, thank you. Gosh, you can tell I want to get out of here. Hey, Rough Greens, before we get out of here one more time, uh, make sure your pet has all the nutrition it needs because chances are it's not getting it from that store-bought food that's been stripped bare of all the vitamins, minerals, nutrients that it needs. That same thing happens to the human food. That's why we buy so many supplements these days, and now there's one for your pet. It's called Rough Greens. You can get the Jumpstart bag for just $14.95 and see if you don't see a difference in your pet in two weeks or less when you go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F. Get all the vitamins, minerals, nutrients, pre, probiotics, omega oils, etc. It's a powder. You spray it in with your or mix it in with your dog's food and it's going to help the food your dog loves taste even better while improving the nutrition as well rough greens r-u-f-f for roughgreens.com slash blaze any final thoughts um we're not going to honor any of the cdc guidelines for thanksgiving in our house none of them mm. we don't even sing we're going to probably sing now i don't know what we're <laughs> going to sing we're going to sing something Okay. You're going to dial the music up to 11. Um, it might be ACDC's Hell's Bells. Yep. I'm rolling thunder, pouring rain. I'm coming on like a hurricane. It might be that. All right. Because I don't know any other Thanksgiving carols. Okay. But we are not obeying any of these Thanksgiving guidelines uh, that they released yesterday. In fact, we're going to go out of our way to intentionally violate them all. Preach. We are getting the Cajun turkey from Popeyes, though, this year. Oh. I'm looking forward to that. We are having that for Thanksgiving. I found that out yesterday. I didn't know they had such a thing. Yeah, that you can buy good. one of those. That does sound good. All right, we're going to stick around, do a overtime for our Blaze TV subscribers, best and worst of the week. For the rest of you, we will see you in, what is it, eight days or something. It'll be a week, John 317.